Welcome to season three of the Growth Medium podcast. My name is Sarah, a second year medical student and one of the co-hosts of the Growth Medium. And I'm Mim, a biochemistry graduate from Queen Mary and I'm also a co-host of the Growth Medium. This season on the Growth Medium, we talk to experts like Dr. Nagat Arif and Dr. Eleanor Cleghorn. Together, we unpack the myths and misinformation around women's health. We are also joined by many brave individuals who honoured us by sharing their stories and experiences with things like PCOS, endometriosis and much, much more. Join us every Monday here on the Growth Medium so we can grow our mindsets together. Enjoy! Welcome to part two of Get to Know Us on the Growth Medium. So our first episode, first part of Get to Know Us, overran a little bit. We weren't expecting it to be that long. We thought we'd stop at 42 minutes and make a part two impromptu decision. So in the in part one, we talked about why we started the Growth Medium um, and kind of the most impactful myths that we believed in and kind of why that motivated us to starting the the growth medium podcast and debunking the myths that we debunk so in this in this part of the get to know us we're going to go into a little bit more of the personal side of things a bit more about our personalities as if i as if I didn't get a personal enough in the first <laughs> We did part. spill a little bit of tea. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to talk about uh, perhaps like our time management, how we juggle the growth medium with uni, some random facts about us if we get to that, our top tips, lessons and kind of um, any advice we have for new podcasters out there. So yeah, let's get into this episode. Um. Okay, where do you want to start off? Do you want to start off with kind of what we've learned after a year of podcasting? Because we've said that this is coming out two weeks after our anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's a good start to the episode. Just the lessons we've learned, reflect a little bit of reflection, you know, and any advice you have for any budding podcasters. I like the word budding. I've said it quite a bit today. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have. <laughs> um... Okay, I don't know where to begin with this because I can say so okay. much. Let's narrow it down then. Yeah. What do they need? What does okay, a podcaster wait, wait, need? Wait, wait. So we started the podcast in what September of twenty twenty. We recorded like a month. We before recorded the- in August. So officially, we. St- I guess unofficially we started it end of July, August. Officially, our first episodes were released end of September. So we spent July, August and September kind of setting everything up. Mm -hmm. And that's similar to what we're doing now because we've used basically June, July, August, September to do season three, but also to rebrand and revamp and have our website, etc. So... When we first started the podcast then, we thought that we needed, what, a cover art, mic, a couple of guests, a bit of research. Has that changed? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) We were so wrong. The amount of different purchases that we've made over the past year has just surprised me. Really? It's taken me by surprise. Yeah, because we're always coming up with different new ideas, different things that we realized we we needed you know mm-hmm. and like 
Instagram as well as a whole nother world of its own, you know, with the mm-hmm. algorithms changing left and right. Um, you you need listeners. To get listeners, you need to work hard. You need to put in the effort. You need to reach mm-hmm. out on so many different platforms. And I guess we didn't realise that when we first started. Maybe we realised it a little bit, but we didn't realise how much effort and time and hard work it would take um, to reach these people. And to kind of, you have to have a clear vision of what you want to do. You can't just blindly aim, you know, reach out Mm -hmm. in the dark. You have to have an audience. You have to have an aesthetic. You have to have like kind of a website, I guess, or like a point of call for people to to get to know you. You know, if they're looking in niche, you need ideas. We need so many ideas. Ideas for posts, for reels, for stories, for podcasts. Um, the list goes on. Like, fundamentally, I think in terms of starting a podcast, the basics are always going to stay the same. The basics are always going to be have a good idea, have a mic or something you can record on and have access to the internet. Like, in terms of if you just want to release something that's always going to be the same but it's about how do you release something good and how do you release something that will build an audience and that will be engaging and I think when when I when we were starting the podcast I was never I didn't have the mindset much I was worried a little bit about the listeners but I never cared so much about trying to get as many listeners as possible or as many followers as possible that was really not my intention when we started this my intention was more I just want to talk about science but then as the year has gone on I realized actually I want people to also know what I'm talking about I want people to also hear what I'm talking about so that's where I agree with you in terms of the like having to find ways to reach all these types of people and stuff I guess as a beginner step, it's just important that you have the ambition, you have the idea, and you have the basic equipment. And I guess it's just it's just where you want to take your project. How far do you want to take it? Yeah. Do you want it to become viral? Do you want to do you want loads of listeners? If that's your your aim and your target, then fair enough. Yeah, it does require a lot more work. But if you just want to start a podcast for something fun to do, then I guess you just need the mm-hmm. basics. It just depends on the aim and kind of the topic and the, yeah, the aim of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's something we lacked as well at the beginning because we didn't have like a clear focus or um, I guess niche as well. We don't really, we still don't really have a niche. Um, We do have stuff, I guess we have like a vibe, but we don't really have a niche. But when we began, we didn't have, the clearest idea we did not have the slightest idea of what our real aim was but I think a year on we're much much clearer on what we want to do what we want the podcast to be and what who we actually are which I think it's kind of cute isn't it like we actually are growing ourselves you can see that yeah I think we've discovered what we like and what we don't like over the past year. It just started off with a text. Hey, Sarah, do you want to start that podcast we mentioned? Because we we would joke about it all the time. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I guess it was just kind of initiating to actually take action on that little joke or that comment that we made um but we've grown into a lot more and we have we see the podcast going a lot further than we initially thought it would Mm -hmm. be 
yeah because initially it was just like a fun kind of project or a thing to do but now it's like actually something that i love it's work it's work it's work but Mm -hmm. work that i love doing i love Mm -hmm. doing the work i actually (laughs) i say that the last three weeks i've had a little bit of a dry spell (laughs) with the podcast but oh my god it's because it was unavoidable though it's unavoidable yeah grad party things grad grad was it grad things grad things just grad things yeah exactly (laughs) oh that uh, my god don't even get me started on the whole process from getting your grades to graduating to celebrating the fact that you've graduated i this is such a first world problem i know but it's actually yeah no i I was so but anyway so then i guess okay to wrap that up a little bit one of the lessons we learned is to have a clear aim of where you want something to go and that kind of reflects how much effort and stuff that you put into it right because we've decided that yeah we want tgm to be something so we're going to put more effort into it. Um, should we do like a top three tips or like a top three lessons, something like that, like from a, after a year of podcasting? Maybe three takeaways or three good things that have come out of the growth medium. All right. Okay. So my main three takeaways would be... <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Okay. Just on that, I'll say what my three takeaways are. I think I've got two and I can just think of a third one while I'm talking. First one, scientists are really cool. Like a lot of them, a lot of scientists, a lot of healthcare professionals, they're really open to talking and for you to ask questions. And, you know, we're just like little, you know, at the well, at the time I was a little university student, had no experience in science or research or anything, but you know there's so many people who are open to talking to us and telling us about their research and breaking these things down uh so yeah number one scientists are really really cool um (laughs) number two i'm a giant nerd i'm a giant giant nerd that is my takeaway before so I've been an academic person for like as long as I remember but I never was the person to put in extra effort in school or anything. What I realized was when I really love something and when I'm really into something I love putting work in there and in this situation it's something that's really nerdy like at the end of the day it's a science podcast like that's nerdy but yeah that that's my second takeaway and third takeaway is that everything is so bloody expensive (laughs) do you know what that's my that's i'm gonna second you on that i'm sorry yep (laughs) that needs to be said everything is just extortionately priced like we've done this little revamp and we loved the the money we spent on this revamp you guys better like it i did not love the amount of money i spent on this but i loved the like we loved the process of doing the revamp of doing the new cover art of the website like the website kind of like it it stole our hearts right listen it hasn't even begun like this is us recording and we don't currently have any we don't even have a draft zero for the website but what i mean is like you know when we picked up we're anticipating it will be chef's kiss (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you know what? It will be chef's kiss because I will put pressure on myself for it to be chef's kiss. Like we bought a template for the website and stuff and we fell in love with the template and then we had a little like hiccup. Oh, beautiful. Little dilemma. 
we had a little hiccup with that that's a story for another day i think that's an underestimating and that's an underestimate of how much of a hiccup it was like it was not a hiccup it was a whole mountain that we (laughs) but to to end on that it was a very very expensive process um by very expensive i mean like for a student it was a lot of money um but i i do not regret that because the website it was worth spending it i think so yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely okay so that means because i second i sec you second the seconded the expensive thing i i seconded i seconded you on that point Mm -hmm. if that's even a word so my other two takeaways would be that um i hate admin work (laughs) 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 which is not great because as a doctor you do quite a bit of admin work Mm. but it's just part of the job that you need to get over and i know a lot of people feel this as well um i just don't like admin work emails the research part like researching for the episode researching is interesting finding the information i'm talking about researching on how for example how to use equipment researching on west what's the best thing all these all just getting over all these hurdles like and even like this admin buying the website i consider part of admin work kind of googling Mm. what's best emailing this person emailing that person um you know setting up accounts left right and center a random random password generator all the time it's it's just it's these little things that add up and they can be quite stressful sometimes um making sure that i reply to you know you know sometimes when you reply to a message in your head but not you didn't actually but not in reality um that as well you know yeah you consider (laughs) replying to messages admin (laughs) hope you don't take offense to that (laughs) no no i can like literally i relate so much because i'm sorry i'm old now replying to text is a bit of a chore yeah and then as well because i have my notifs on as so i'll be doing enjoying life and then i have a little notif notification i don't know i'm calling it notif a notification on my ipad phone wherever be like oh right i remember that to-do list that i have which is basically like uh. anyways we're getting into a bit of it's not just admin work that i don't that i don't like that at this point (laughs) it turns out it turns out i hear a lot more but anyway it's all part of the process and i guess seeing the results makes it worth it um and that's my takeaway first takeaway my second takeaway is that it actually takes a lot of skill to articulate very complex science Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of skill to articulate complex science there's people out there who are just and us as well kind of simplifying the science into understandable terms it's not easy because science is not black and white it's very much gray Um, there's a lot we don't know there's a lot we're finding out um even the things that we have discovered you know it's a lot more complicated than we even realize and to articulate it in a sense that it's fun to learn about also makes sense you know because it can make sense in your head but once you talk about it it doesn't make sense um yeah it just takes a lot of skill and a lot of it was it was a quite a high a steep learning curve for me but to be honest, the fact that you're doing that in first year of university is incredible because none of us, in terms of, when I say us, I mean people who 
are doing um, like science degrees. We don't learn about science communication um, in, on a on a how to communicate it to the public until like second year of university. We do a little bit in, in first year, but first year is very much just get the basics, get everyone up to the same level. And then second year and third year is where that communication aspect comes in more. But even then, it's only at undergrad. So a lot of people who are science communicators, they do it when they're doing their PhD and stuff. So the fact that you're doing it in first year and you're doing it very well is a very, very impressive thing. Oh, thank <laughs> Be- you. Honestly, oh, like... I'm touched. And, you know, obviously <laughs> I was doing my dissertation and stuff this year. So we, I had my dissertation and then I had a lay article to write for that, which actually you guys can read. Um, we have it on our website, Leptin Resistance and Obesity. It's on the website. I'll link it in the show notes. That was actually part of my coursework. So that was the first ever piece that I had to write for someone who's like not done a science degree and someone who's barely got a level biology you know and it was so difficult because i'm condensing my five thousand six thousand word dissertation to just one thousand words i have to talk about the entire story of how we got to a certain conclusion and then mention where we're going with that topic in 1000 words and 1000 words and none of them can be big fancy science words because obviously it's to a general public but they say when if you're able to communicate your science in such a way that someone who doesn't know the topic or doesn't know science at all understands it then you understand the topic pretty well and if you're able to communicate it so that's a good that's a good thing i guess a good way of testing if you know things that's what they say try explaining it well, I mean, in terms of like revision tips that I've gotten in the past, it's like if you can explain it to a member of your family who doesn't really, who's not really into science and they get it, means you understand it quite well yourself. Ever thought about going on a juice cleanse to detox your body? Or, or maybe you've thought about putting that lemon slice in the water. You know what? Keep the lemon slice away. You need to head over to the growthmedium.com stat and you can find out exactly why you don't need to go on a detox. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually on that, so this <laughs> leptin resistance and obesity article, um, I posted it on my blog initially mm-hmm. and I really hyped it up on the growth medium Instagram and actually quite a few people went and read it. And one person who read it was someone who did her degree in history, um, did not have A-level biology, none of that. She did her degree in history and she's actually sisters of one of my friends and then my friend one day was having a conversation with her and she was just talking about you know this particular friend she's got a very small appetite so she was talking about uh, to her sister about that appetite thing and her sister was like oh my god yeah Mim wrote an article about that what was it was it leptin and then my friend told me that and I was like oh my god she remembered I felt so touched because must be one hell of an article (laughs) oh yeah I was like damn like you know, someone who's not done biology since GCSE, you know, remember mm. the topic. And I was like, okay, I love this. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Must be amazing. It is fun. To, to As much as we say we hate this, that, and this, and that, we do love the results and we do love what we do. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. I say this all the time. Doing the podcast, speaking to people, doing the Instagram posts, that's all great and that's all fun. But it's the work behind it, doing the damn emails. Oh my God. You agree. You agree. Mm-hmm. Waiting for a response is one of the most nerve-wracking 
experiences of my life. And the thing with the emails is it shouldn't take too long, but <laughs> it, it does. does. <laughs> it does. Reply- Do you know how many times I read that email before sending you Just it to off? make sure the spelling is okay. And and then a lot of the time... I bet it makes sense. A lot of the time... And then a lot of the time I forget. I even forget to send PDFs sometimes. Like, <laughs> But you know, like I'm over here overthinking this email, every se- spelling, every word, making sure that the tone is correct and friendly. And then someone, the person will just reply with, yeah, that's that sounds great. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I love that. I actually love that because it puts so much pressure yeah. off my shoulders <laughs> because I don't have to be as nervous for the email as I, wa- as I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Mm. oh my god yeah okay i think let's wrap yeah. up this part of the i think we're, otherwise we're gonna end up with another 42 i think we might minute, you know episode we probably will so what do we want to talk about next should we stick to the podcasting thing so we could talk about our favorite thing about the podcast or the worst part mm-hmm. about the podcast okay <laughs> <laughs> which so, you kind of touched on a little we yeah i think we have kind of covered it a little bit well but let's articulate well let's bullet point it again what's your favorite thing about the podcast just the podcast or the growth medium in general the growth media oh gosh guys we've we've we're not just the podcasting we're the growth medium but yeah i'm i still have a hard time defining what we are we'll figure it out we'll figure it out like Hmm? You know, because people are like, oh, you're still doing your podcast, right? And I'm like, it's not podcast, well, it's not just a podcast. We're also doing an Instagram. We're also doing this. We're also doing that. And yeah. But okay. Favorite thing about the growth medium in general. You know what? I said this in our New Year's episode, I think. And I'll say it again. And I said this just now. I love talking to the scientists. I love it. Like, I really love meeting the guests, getting to know their stories, getting to know their research area and talking and learning about all the topics from them it, it there's something different about researching a topic yourself versus going straight to someone who's in that mm. field oh my god i love it absolutely yeah, i think that's yeah. my favorite thing what about you my favorite thing is i know i've said it's really hard work but i do enjoy it. you know when we're just having our meetings and then we come up with these Mm -hmm. like random really good ideas and then you see them come to fruition it's so satisfying like we talked about how our meetings just end up being so long but there's a reason it's because just ideas just bloom they literally bloom in our minds and it's Mm -hmm. so exciting to just see each other get excited about it and like bounce off of each other and just the ideas that we come up with um, and then how we execute it. I think it also feels great because there's that mix of short-term gratification but also long-term gratification. And I know that's getting a bit like psychological about it, but we get mm. that short-term gratification. I think the best example I can give is when I started that TGM journal club because initially I was so scared about showing my face. But yeah, yeah when we I was starting that, I had no clue about how to record a reel that's interesting, how to, you know... And had to show my face and oh my god I had to look good for this reel la 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 or and TikTok now actually we're on TikTok too <laughs> but um then I did the second week and it kind of it just blew off like f- exploded which 
it was that great like short-term validation wasn't it that this is a good idea and that people like this and we had new followers from it yep. we had lots of literally i think it was the most likes we've ever gotten on any post and even like just seeing that i i didn't make the real and it still made me feel great <laughs> so you know yeah 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 it's it's just nice to see it, it just shows that I don't know. People really loved the idea and people really loved, not necessarily the idea, but people really loved the the video. Seeing us. And seeing us, yeah. But that was a great mm. thing of short-term gratification. But then long-term, yeah. we've been working on this website, on these episodes for months. We've been working for months. But then I we haven't pressed release on our <laughs> current website yet. But I remember when we pressed release for our first website, which I was so proud of because I spent so long on it or what I thought was so long. Pressing release after working four months on that stuff was so satisfying. Yeah, I remember having our coming soon and then the growth medium banner. Mm-hmm. I had made those kind of um, those illustrations and... I was so excited to release it and when we mm-hmm. did and we got the likes or it was our first likes it was mm. it wasn't it wasn't even a significant number of likes um mm. but just that acknowledgement and kind of publishing it on our Instagram was really kind of exciting and you do get a lot of kind of gratification from it yeah okay turning <laughs> turning it on its head a little bit what's yeah. the worst part of the podcast I've already said, emails waiting for response. Like full stop. That's the, the worst. waiting game. The waiting mm. game of kind of anticipating the response is just that's it. I think my worst thing is similar. I wouldn't say, you know, if you asked me a year ago, I would have said the emails. The emails are the worst, but I've I've gotten over that. I think now the worst thing is having to fill out all those damn forms. There are so many. Which form? Like you know, when I was doing the PayPal account today. You have to fill in a form when you oh. do it. When you make a new Yeah, because we're expanding, yeah. aren't we? So we have a lot more and a lot more paperwork to fill out everywhere. Okay, yeah, no. In general paperwork. The paperwork is the worst admin. <laughs> admin. That's what I'm telling you, isn't it? I said this to Sarah the first day I said this idea. The minute we make money, I'm hiring a personal assistant to help with this. <laughs> do you know what? It, it it's really not a two man job. No, no, no. The amount of things that we're doing at the moment. Actually, that brings a great point. We might talk about it. Do we want to talk about productivity a little bit? Because. Well, let's maybe. Do you want to talk? We did have a question come in about how do we manage to pull off this season? It says this season while going through uni. So this season meaning season two. Two or three. We got that question when we were doing season two. Uh-huh. So um, they were asking, how did you pull off season two whilst doing uni? Well, yeah, that makes sense because it's summer holidays yeah. right now. Um, okay, then. Okay, um, I'll go first. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the simple answer. It was the most difficult thing I've done. Um, and A-levels were, were difficult too, um, mainly because of my sixth form, but... It was the most difficult thing I've done since then. Um, I was handling five modules and a job and a podcast at the same time. I do not recommend it. I don't even have any tips. Oh gosh, no. Let's be positive about this. Okay, look. The tip that I would have is don't take off take don't take on too much. <laughs> Which is 
Yeah, do you know what? That's actually a really good point. Um, Because right now, in my first year of university, I mean, I say all I did was my degree and the podcast. I say all I did. It's more than what other people do. But in in general, in my mind, it wasn't, I wasn't taking part in enough activities and enough projects and so I've put it I've kind of set this expectation and goal in my head that I want to be more involved in university more involved in different projects and just make the most out of my university experience I think I've just literally jumped off a cliff and taken a bit I've just taken a dive and I don't know how to stop (laughs) I've just kind of signed up for quite a few things and and I want to sign up for more things and I just need to keep reminding myself Sarah stop calm down because later when I start university I'm not going to appreciate it because (laughs) I will just have so much on my plate especially because it's second year I'm anticipating that it will be a lot more difficult and a lot more just my hands will be a lot more full with university the the modules are a lot more difficult there's just the workloads a lot more everything's a lot more but yeah I just need to keep that in mind and I need to keep reminding myself you know participate in events but just don't participate too much because you don't know how things are going to pan out yeah know your limits actually that's what I was going to talk about a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. so you know when you were mentioning that this isn't a two-person job Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that and when I went into third year um I didn't have to apply for a job right I didn't have to have a job I didn't have to do a podcast but the reason I went for a job and I went for putting more effort into the podcast was first of all I wanted it obviously that was that but a little I had a little bit of guilt that oh all these other people are able to handle all this stuff why can't I do it and I did it I should be doing it I did it and you know what like thank god it didn't come out bad I was a little bit burnt out but it didn't come out horrible right I still did you know I still did okay in my degree and my job and everything but it could have gone worse um if I put any more on my plate I wouldn't have been able to handle it um Mm -hmm. and I think the realization also hit me about yeah. March of this year when I realized a lot of podcasts that have two hosts doesn't necessarily mean that they're the two people that are doing all the background work. So a lot of podcasts have external help. A lot of YouTubers, like a lot of people, content creators, they have external help or they have teams of people. And obviously they need that. That's great. But we don't have that, obviously. And I used to put a lot of pressure on myself thinking, wait, if all these people can do it, then why can't I? And then I realized, wait, they can do it because they have a team behind them. Um, And I'm only one person or we're only two people. We can only do so much. And obviously, as much as we, we love the podcast and we want to do everything we can to make it flourish, but we also have other projects, other personal projects that we want to see grow. We, I mean, mm-hmm. I have university now I have my degree that I need to get through you have life yeah <laughs> you have life to get through um so yeah it just it kept us mm. on our toes and it will still it will continue to keep us on our toes but you know what I don't regret it at all I really enjoy the podcast it's been such a confidence booster it's it's you know really helped me develop my communication skills being able to talk discuss topics with um different individuals you know mm. Uh, and just articulating everything properly, succinctly, you know. 
I think also it's made me a more confident scientist because I'd be the type of person who I wouldn't participate in class discussions or I wouldn't participate and put my hand up when a lecturer was asking a questions or in seminars, I would not be the person who talked. But this year I was. And I, I think part of it does come from the podcast because obviously I'm talking about science on the podcast. So if I can do it here, why can't I do it at uni? So that was, that, that was a beneficial thing as well. Exactly. But then, okay, for the productivity thing, how did we handle it? Um, I think, you know what, when you take on a project, you just make room for it. You make it work. You make yeah. it work. I think, you know, when you, there's this, I mean, there's this saying that goes around, or well, not really saying, but an idea that I guess when you don't have a lot, you kind of prolong whatever task you have to fill the time that you have dedicated for that task. No matter if it's two weeks or two days you'll finish the task within either time range you know you know what that's actually a theory what's it it's called time expands it's parkinson's law parkinson's law yes Um, exactly thank you work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion so the less time you give to do something you're gonna do it exactly and then you apply this ideology to the to the growth medium and then us juggling uni with it as well um we just made time for it. We, I have an episode to publish um, by Monday. You better do it. It needs to get done. You get it done. <laughs> you get it done. You make time. Oh, I have a quiz, you know, coming up. You just make time. Um, so I think that's just how we manage it. And obviously we pull in for each other yeah. when things become a bit too much. Um, and we just communicate with each other. And we will ha- always mm-hmm. have each other's back. Um, and I guess that's how we do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a balancing act. Because yeah. on one hand, you want to make sure that you do all these projects. Because it's fun, it's what you want to do, you make time for it. But on the other hand, you have to make sure that it's not too much for you. And you're mm-hmm. not spread too thin. And if you are, do feel like you're being spread too thin, you actually... Uh, step back and think okay can I drop something or can I give responsibility to someone else that's actually a thing that I've been um doing a lot more recently I'm a huge control freak Mm. Sarah knows this I'm a huge control freak (laughs) but recently I've had to become more comfortable with the idea of giving more work or letting Sarah handle more of the things because I just have to like obviously I can't do everything and if Sarah wants to do something why should she not you know so if you want general productivity tips like how to manage your day, there are so we talked about it again a little bit in our New Year's episode. We also talked about did we not talk about it on the last the finale episode for season two? I can't remember, but um if you want us to do an episode about that, we could we can conjure one up because we have I'm sure between the two of us we have a lot of productivity tips, a lot of study tips as well. Um, because Sarah studies a lot. Yeah, we can... <laughs> yeah, I remember telling her how many hours I studied and she's like, I do not study that many hours in the Look, day. I just no, can't. No, you can't. <laughs> no, guys, she studies a lot. I I study Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. So that we can continue making great episodes like this, please consider supporting us over on Kofi. Link is in the show notes. I don't study near as much. <laughs> I mean, I just, I have to. I feel like I have. Um, 
you know what yeah let's not touch on but then that. i also yeah let's not because it's just a rabbit hole you know what that's gonna if, go into a whole different psychological discussion yeah we can definitely make either a reel or an igtv or an episode a whole episode about it so we talked about favorite thing and worst part of the podcast podcast highlight you're most proud of i guess we kind of already talked about that right I don't know. I thought, unless I thought, I guess, um, like a, a produced piece, like a, the highlight of all the different things that we've published. Yeah. Mine's the new trailer. The new season two trailer. Although I didn't do editing credits to Mim 110%. Like, she did that amazingly. But um, we kind of, just the ideas that we came up to, just the idea that we came to be. <laughs> Guys, I got my sister to come in and scream you're fat like you need to work on that oh maybe i should have put a trigger warning before that sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry but um i got my sister to come in and say that for that trailer so if you haven't listened to that trailer you should give it a listen oh, it's worth a listen honestly the editing game is just on but it raised the r- bar for what the season tra- three trailer needed to be i mean who are we not to push the limits every single time but yeah no okay yeah that's that's a good point but (laughs) it definitely loved that new trailer was so on so chuffed it it was good flowed really well as well i liked that trailer a lot yeah to your own horn no i don't want to toot my own horn (laughs) (laughs) like we both came up with the ideas and the and the script and everything and we did it for a competition um Mm -hmm. nothing came out of that for us necessarily not really no we didn't win anything but it was fun to do still it was it was it was an experience it pushed our creativity it did didn't it Mm. okay my podcast highlight the podcast specifically Ooh, this is hard. It doesn't have to be the podcast. Maybe you can make it the growth medium highlight if it makes it easier for you. See, the thing is, if you didn't say the trailer, then I probably would have said the trailer, but I don't want to say the same thing because that's a bit boring. Um, I mm-hmm. guess my fa- my highlight would be book... Sorry, TGM Journal Club 2. I talked about... What was the book? Bad Science. It was Bad Science. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's coming around full circle. It it is it is. Yeah. Wait, um, ha- did have we reached seven thousand views on that? I remember last I time so. I looked at it, it was six thousand nine hundred and forty nine views. We were fifty. We were fifty one views away from the seven k. And then I told. I remember telling Mim to post it on our stories to hope that people would click on it and share. I don't know if that worked. I don't know um i'm taking a look but yeah that was definitely one of my favorites firstly we're on 6996 6996 yeah just need four more i'm gonna check if my sister and my mom and all my member my fam- family members have viewed that reel yeah. you should check too you should check too that's that's a milestone Seven thousand. the the highest we've ever reached before was what 2k not even 2k not even like 1700 ish yeah yeah. um so that was amazing but yeah obviously 
that was that, like, i mean getting all those likes were fun <laughs> but also it was the notice that kept coming in ding, ding 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 but also just like actually filming it it was a bit of a production and unfortunately the audio recording for that was a bit bad um something to do with the mic but <laughs> technicalities technicalities yeah but just like doing it and it had to be the reel where my ma- my hair was messy that i had to do well i think you looked beautiful I didn't brush my hair. Well, if I brushed my hair, it would have been messy. You don't admit that. You you just don't. You know what? <laughs> if I brushed my hair, it would have been messier because I do have curly hair. So, um, but yeah, no, that was fun from recording to result. Right. So now we're going to move on to the more personal, the random personal aspect of things, you know, get to know us a little bit more. I mean, this is a get to know us episode. But don't you guys want to know? Our- These are questions that were like sent in, right? These are questions that were sent in on Instagram. So we kind of just want to, you know, like might as well answer everything while we're here. Just our hobbies, interests, um, anything that's interesting, you know, interesting th- things that have happened to us recently, not podcast related. Someone actually asked how old we were, though. Oh, let's clear that up. I'm 20. I'm 22. Which actually, we have a running joke that in every episode in season two, I mentioned my age. Yeah, she does. Each she episode does. I did. Let's see if she does it this season. But hey ho. I have yeah. to. Um, okay, start off with hobbies and interests. I ain't got any. That's also a running theme. <laughs> every time we talk about this, that's your answer. I really don't. Like, as I said third year of uni what like especially second term was so hectic that i did mm. not have time that's a lie sorry i do have a hobby well i did when i was in third year i loved bullet journaling so oh, right. i did really yeah. use bullet journaling for i did use it a little bit for like the planning aspect i used it mainly for the podcast but um Ooh, i did like a lot of watercolor of in there watercolor was so fun we love art we do i've actually improved my painting skills so that's obviously great i haven't done bullet journaling in a while though i did not do it in (laughs) since me there's no shame in admitting that there is no shame but yeah i think i might get back into bullet journaling and i might actually make my um you so i have another instagram called by mim i was gonna close that but i might just make it into a bullet journal instagram that might be fun yeah and then and then she'll share her lovely bullet journal spreads you will share them with us on the growth medium yeah look forward to that yeah what about you okay so hobbies and interests um i like trying new things that's what i do i jump from hobby to hobby you know thing something interests me for a little while then i'll go on to something else i'll get bored move on to something else so i used to be into watercoloring i don't think i've come off it i've just haven't done it for a really long time um and i do want to start something new which is called sculpture painting um Mm. using kind of just yeah acrylics but it's more of like a 3d image so i'm looking forward to that yes very fun kind of 3d acrylic slash sculpture painting yeah so i'm gonna learn that it's with fun fun stuff um how do you learn do you just go for it or do you like i just youtube it and go for it you know pick a picture that Mm. i yeah i don't really come up with my own ideas for pictures initially i just kind of see what's there copy it see if i like the result um 
and then yeah just learn that way um i also love reading now i love fictional reading not non-fiction i find non-fiction so boring i should get into it more and i think i will i have started you have inspired me but yeah i like my fiction books so just a break from everything science that's the thing like fictional and non-fictional reading is so different because fictional reading Mm. you're reading it for enjoyment for pleasure which is obviously great um, but non-fictional reading, you're reading it to learn something. And like, as a uni student, do you need to learn more things? No, and the amount of focus it takes for it takes different a lot. books. Yeah, so the fictional, I can just read when I'm in bed. or I can just read sitting on a chair, you know, relaxing, uh, enjoying life. Mm-hmm. But then with the non-fiction i feel like i need to take notes i need to note pages i need to remember this information and it just takes a lot more brain power it does it does and actually if anyone needs any tips with that because i've i'm not a reader at all but i've been reading a lot more non-fiction books for journal club and stuff um there are go for newer books um, because newer books, especially written by doctors and scientists and stuff, they're generally easier to read because um, they distill the information to make it as simple as possible. Um, so it doesn't require as much brain power and stuff. Something like Bad Science can't use that as your bedtime reading. You cannot. Is there anything that you're, else that you're trying to get into? It's pretty similar to the kind of reading more non-fictional books. I want to kind of watch more documentaries. Basically just become a, a more well-rounded person. That's mm. kind of a goal that I have for myself. Um, yeah, like just really different random topics. History, politics, finance. Just kind of expand my knowledge. Learn. Learn a lot. Not just science, you know. You need a balance in No, a that's a good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. I'm trying to get more into like, so I already do quite a bit of like extra reading in terms of history and politics, and mm-hmm. but I'm trying to just be more fun and be a bit more, have a bit more knowledge on like pop culture and stuff because I was not. Oh the... yeah, that's actually important for me. It goes, it's good. It's good for discussion. I don't need it, but the thing is, right? I don't want to, <laughs> like, so I was not the person to read to watch like western movies we always watched like bollywood movies when we were growing up um so i have no idea about like harry potter avengers no clue marvel i don't know (gasps) okay harry potter i agree with you but avengers no i have no idea and i always feel a little bit left out when people are talking about it and i'm just there like yeah nodding but also i just need to have fun once in a while because i do like I watch all these videos or I read all these articles that are so information heavy. Sometimes you just need something fun to watch. So I guess, yeah, I'm just trying to get into like movies and TV shows that are just fun. Send in your recommendations for her. Please do. Please do. Recommendation number one can come from me. Sherlock. Uh, BBC Sherlock. mm, Oh my God. We cancelled our TV (laughs) licence so I can't watch it. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay, that's fine then. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. It's so good. Just char- The characters are just so well made, so well thought out. Mm. And the acting as well. 
is superb. Does it require me to think? No. Okay, that's fine. It's fun to just watch. Well, I mean, unless you're into mysteries and stuff. Well, you start, you try to piece things, but you can just watch things unfold. Yeah. All right. Sherlock explains things to you, so you don't need to think. All right. Most interesting event that has happened to you recently. I'm not sure if I've said this before, but I have graduated. I mean, that would be the highlight of your year. (laughs) First um, graduate of the family. It's an amazing achievement. Well done. She graduated, Thank you. All right, okay. Most interesting event that happened to you recently. So I graduated, which I know I haven't mentioned enough already, but yeah. Okay, I've just passed my theory test. So I'm excited. I want, you know, just to get it over with. Have you booked your driving test yet? Um, yes, I have. Uh, January 2022. Tell me why it was so difficult to book my practical exam. Everything is fully booked. This is really irrelevant, but it was so difficult. The rush, the mad rush to get online and to book yourself. Anyways, that was, I guess, I I don't know. Um, Yeah, that was the high, not high. That's quite sad if that's the highlight of my, so it's just the most interesting that has happened recently, you know, within the last couple of, yeah, couple of months, I'd say. Okay, next question. Favourite slash most hated TV series? Favourite, I have two. First was Sherlock, because I recommended it to you, the BBC one. Um, And then I also really like Friday Night Dinner. It's really quite funny. Ooh, I like it. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah. Light comedy. Yeah. It's, just, it's really funny, yep. I'm quite sad that it's over. And I think the the actor died, didn't he? Mm. The dad. Yeah. That made me quite upset. The dad. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. Yeah. R.I.P. Most hated? Oh, I, okay, wait. I don't really have one in particular, but just in general... I hate it when the acting's so fake. Like, when the acting is just not good, that it just basically makes me roll my eyes. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't like it when the acting is... You can tell the acting. I don't want to be able to tell your acting. I want to pretend that it's real. I have one for hate. So, um, I'm not sure if... You've probably heard of the books, but I'm not sure if you've seen the series. Shadowhunters? Mm. the thing is i loved i think it was the first season the first couple of seasons i loved it it was so good but the last season the last two seasons in particular they i felt like they were so poorly executed i felt like everything was rushed i did not like the main character what was her name clary i like i did not like her character throughout the entire series right but like i can get over that because the show was good but by the by the time the end came, the last couple of seasons, um, yeah, the by the time the couple, last couple of seasons came, the story was so bad that I couldn't, like, I finished it, but I hated Clary more. <laughs> Favourite series, though? Ooh, it's hard. You know why? Because there are a lot of shows that I liked, but then the last season or the last couple of episodes were bad. So then it kind of ruins the entire show. Ah. Shit's Creek. 
Mm, I've heard of that. Not watched it myself. You need to watch it. It's so good. If you liked um, Friday, was it Friday Night Supper Club? Yeah, Friday Night Dinner. Yeah. yeah, if you liked that, you will like Shit's Creek. It's okay. so funny. It's so. I've watched it twice. It's the only show that I've rewatched. I'll take your word for it and I'll watch it. <laughs> okay, last two questions. Most used app. Are we including social media in this? Um, I think we should. Because that's what I use the most. I'll get my phone out and I'll say, see what my phone says. But then it differs. Like if I'm at uni, then my most used app changes. Wait, let's check. Oh my god. This is so interesting to me. So last week, my most used was TikTok. I did not expect that. I thought it was going to be IG. So it's TikTok, then IG, then BitLife. Um, mine's messages, then Instagram. Okay, last question. Favorite meal of the day? Breakfast. No, no, no. I take that back. Dinner. Why? Dinner's always amazing, isn't it? It's like I don't know. It's just <laughs> just subjective. I just love dinner because that's when kind of everyone pulls in everyone joins in it's like teamwork and then it's the food's always just great Mm. okay i'm boring my favorite meal of the day is dinner and not for the cute reason that you said oh everyone chips in no i think dinner like the best food is at dinner time that's what i mean everyone puts in effort and like the the product the food is just there's it's like breakfast, I just make myself breakfast. Breakfast is stuff that's kind of like, I don't want to say boring, but it can get repetitive. Like you probably have similar things every day for breakfast. Lunch, mm. a lot of people eat lunch like rushing around. They just grab a sandwich or a salad or whatever. So that's pretty boring. But dinner is like when you actually cook and you have like a nice meal. So we talked about kind of different aspects of the podcast we gave tips on how to start your own our experiences what we thought of how things went for us as well um we talked a little bit about productivity which was a bit random but hey ho and then we just delved into different aspects of the podcast we talked about our favorite thing our highlights what we didn't like about the podcast process um Yeah, so we answered some questions that came in and they were, they were good, they were good questions because I guess it just broke down our personalities a little bit more. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of, these two episodes of getting to know us and if you have any more questions and if you want to learn more about us do send in your questions on Instagram, you can DM us, Um, you can get in touch with us on our website as well but yeah that's it for today i hope you enjoyed it and goodbye thank you for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it let us know your thoughts down below in the review section we love hearing from our audience absolutely also check us out on instagram at the growth medium we have loads of infographics and fun reels for you to share with friends and family 
And don't forget to follow us too. If you have a topic you're passionate about or a story you want to share, then come and join us. Send in your application over on thegrowthmedium.com. Oh, and we've got some freebies and articles and lots more on there too. Come back next Monday for another episode of The Growth Medium. Bye. Bye.